So I, uh, I got word that, you know, my uncle passed away and everything, and uh, cool guy, really good guy. He's like, a, I guess he was a producer for, like, really, like, interesting horror films back in the day, and so we went to the storage head, you know, looked around, see what he had, and holy shit, guys, I found a copy of London After Midnight, all right? That, 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 mind-boggling. So I put it in, first thing I had to do when I get home, I put it in, and guys, it's amazing. It's Shut, Shut up, Brandon! Brandon! Shut up, Brandon Podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm Dave. Oh, I'm Brandon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Calm down. I can't. Take it easy. Why not? It's Saturday. I got my buds. And now I can smell Dave's burp. Oh, I, I can smell I got this. It smells got like this, your uh, bonus chicken wings. Vitamin water. Tawasi dragon fruit. <laughs> what are you telling me? I got this Pepsi Max. There will, on the podcast, <laughs> you literally are just like, we're drinking beverages, and you're like, Pepsi Max. And I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> They're not going to sponsor us, Dave. Name drop. <laughs> Zero calories. Total fat. Sodium, 40%. 2, 2%. What if they did? What if Pepsi, the Pepsi-Cola Corporation was just like, it's $250,000, boys. <laughs> Keep talking about the drink. I'd quit my job, and we'd talk about Pepsi. You're doing Hell the Lord's yeah. work. we do the Pepsi cast. <laughs> <laughs> do the horse work the pepsi we cast to the name of don't shut up pepsi shut up coke <laughs> shut up coke podcast shut up coke, coke podcast somebody walks in like you want something to drink like a coke or something get out get the fuck out you just hear a shotgun rack <laughs> get the fuck out of here so we we just watched well actually i'd already watched it once today so i watched it one and a half times today and brandon had seen it, i had seen it dave hadn't seen it we nope. watched kingsman the secret service oh I loved it. Great movie. And I, I feel I felt like a little kid this year watching a lot of movies. Was that 2015? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, February. You said the American that. release was 2015. Yeah, you know, I'm, I love my independent movies. I love my underground movies. But blockbusters have been a lot of fun this year. Not yeah. necessarily horror blockbusters. Even though I really liked It Follows, too. I wouldn't call that a blockbuster. I'd say no, that's, that's more an of indie, a, that's an indie, an film. indie one that got in theaters. It's, uh, but I've liked it's theater movies It's been a promising year. year. And we've got, okay. some more, we've got some more exciting ones coming up yet. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, me man. too. I want to see it, man. I just haven't seen Jurassic World. You guys have. But I, I like it. it. Yeah. I want to see it. I'm sure I'll like it. Uh, I'm even. I'm. I'm pretty uh, happy and excited for some Terminator <laughs> action too coming up. Mm. In a weeks. I want to see that Terminator movie, even though I think it's going to be terrible. I just want to see it. Right. I, I just want to see old Arnold do stupid CGI bullshit. I really like Arnold, and I've like seen like. Did you see the things he did with the wax museum thing? I didn't watch. It. I saw people post. It was, and it was funny, it. and then I seen like a paparazzi catching him and Stallone, like, and and they were walking with a uh, Chucky uh, Chuck Zito as well. It was like a group of their friends. They went Who's out. Chuck to Zito. Eat. Chuck Zito was in Oz. He was also a bodyguard for a lot of like Van Damme, I believe, oh, okay. and Stallone. I think so. Okay. But uh, in Oz, he was Chucky Pacamo. He was great in that show. Ah, uh, he. He seems like a pretty cool guy. I don't know. They were all wearing sunglasses. Like all five were walking there, like. <laughs> With, like, Stallone and Chucky Bacamo, or Chucky Zito, it looked like they were freaking in the mafia or something. <laughs> some of us, but it was Arnold, too, and there was, like, paparazzi were following him, and they were just being, like, just walking and hanging out. So I was like, this is my new car. He's like, and Arnold looks, he's like, it's nice. <laughs> like, they're, like, standing in front of the car, and they're like, he's leaving now. He's leaving. He's just, like, waving to him. And then, like, this lady came up and had, like, a stack of autographs for Sloan, and they were just kept asking him stupid questions. Like, would you try Oreo Chiro? And he's like, oh, I think that's a trick question. <laughs> he's, just, he's signing them all at the same time and she keeps like some foreign lady and he keeps signing he's like 
She's like, he's, she's trying to retire. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, how many of these you got? Or something like that. <laughs> it was nice of him to sign all those. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I probably wouldn't if I was in When you position. think of how many, like, minor, you know, much uh, in, inferior celebrities that we know of who would never sign anything like that for yeah. free for a fan. Yeah. might spit in your fucking face, actually. Not in the, like in the public with the paparazzi. Told, but at a convention, you're expected to pay, you know? They're yeah, in a sense. I think even outside of the con, some of them would not be okay yeah. with it. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe not all of them, but some of them. But Storm did do that thing where he was charging, what, $500 an autograph? Jesus. Woo! Was that a... <laughs> so a lot of these times are for charity, too, though. Yeah. Yeah, like, or maybe uh, it's to like, fund um, one of his movies too. Jamie Lee Curtis, all of the all of the proceeds yeah. went to charity. That's cool. Yeah, like, so, some of them aren't though. Some are just outrageous. <laughs> like, what's fucking Rita's charging now? Eighty. I heard seven, sixty to eighty. When I started on, man, I swear to God, when I started going to cons, when I made Pup Monster Massacre, when I first like went to my first con, like first couple, and he was at him, he was maybe signing for twenty bucks tops. Twenty was the the limit. And it just keeps going up and up and up. I guess that's just the competition the way it is. One guy raises it, and then the agents want him to raise yeah. it. And then if there's a guy who doesn't well, charge... Well, they keep doing it as long as people pay They it. yell at the guy who doesn't charge. Yeah. And it, it, it makes me feel bad, because now, like, I won't... Like, if I I'll, if I go up there, I'm going to get an autograph, or I'm going to pay him for something. Mm-hmm. Just because I know I want to show my respect, but I have to show my respect by paying them. It's like, weird. It's weird to hand your hero money. Like, it's a weird experience. If they were making it for a movie or something, that'd be cool. But I don't have a problem with it. I do it because a lot of them, honestly, they need that money. That's yeah, yeah. The way they Some make of a them career. definitely do. Some of them definitely Like, I don't have any problem giving it with, like, a like an icon that I love, giving it, supporting them. Yeah. You know? He yeah. gave me years yeah. and years of happiness. I could give him a 20 bucks. Like, uh, I, yeah, when I got the uh, autograph from Stephen Mott, like, I, yeah. you know, it's he's a great actor, but he's not really doing much. He's not yeah, rich. Right now. Yeah. Right. And same thing with, like... Uh, I guess the same thing could even be said with, um, oh shit, Tom Atkins? Tom Atkins, yeah. Yeah. Or like uh, David Hess and stuff like that. They're not loaded. Yeah. People think that everybody who's been in a movie is loaded. Yeah. yeah. They're like, you're rich. You were in Last House and Left 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then people like nonstop bug a lot of people all the time. Yeah. And then they get, they get mad when somebody's like, hey man, I'm busy. People get pissed. Yeah. Everybody's busy. But see, with, with what what I loved even more with Stephen Mott was not only – it wasn't just an exchange of money. Like, he actually got up from his chair, walked around, put his arm around me, and shared a couple of stories from Graveyard Shift because that's what he was signing the VHS for me. They, and they I'm just like, that. that that goes beyond just an exchange of money. Like, they do not all tend to do that. So no. a lot of Yeah, there, there's – I mean, I think, I think you're lucky that you've had such good experiences – because I've had bad experiences, and I've watched people have really bad experiences, too. And, and they've done nothing wrong besides going up. Now, I'm not, like, shitting on celebrities or anything like that, but there are a handful of these, these guys and, and gals who just are not very, oh, I'm, very, very Well, they're nice having people. a bad day or something. Yeah, but I don't think you're allowed. I mean... It's kind of hard not to. It's like a cop having a bad day. Cop has a bad day, somebody gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's just that... It, the thing that bothers me about some, of the, and I'm not going to name any names or anything, but some of these people being shitty at conventions specifically. If you go up to someone in public and they're like, "Get the fuck away from me, man! I don't want to talk to you," fine, totally understandable. But you're there to sign. when they're at the con, like they have elected to be there. They're probably being paid to be there. They've been flown in there. They're being taken care of. Yada yada yada. Even if they're having a bad day, or it, these people, most of them are performers. 
they need to turn it fucking on because that's what they're there for. Right. That is what they're there for. So I don't think there's a valid excuse. No one's no one's forcing you to be at those Exactly. Cars. If you don't want to be there, don't fucking be there. I also... Don't go and act like a jerk. Don't want to go on record for saying that cops uh, have a bad day. They kill somebody. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I just like, It's on the record, Dave. I just mean if, if, if somebody of authority has a bad day, not that they would hurt somebody, but they could just be off and somebody could get hurt. In the what process. you're saying is... I, I understand what you're saying. I, and I don't want to compare celebrities they to cops. Would, Obviously, yeah. they don't do the same job. They probably wouldn't be as lenient with smaller things. Like, yeah. you know, they'd probably pull you over at 57 going in a 55 zone just because they can. Well, I mean, what what if the guy pulls a gun on the cop and the cop can't get his gun because he's tired or something and he's having a bad day and he's just, just out of it, you know? Yeah. So that's what I mean. Cops have to be a special breed or there might be trouble. Let's stop talking about cops. <laughs> hey, they're every <laughs> We didn't say anything bad. I know. Saying. I'm just saying, like, it's just like getting into, like, a weird, like, territory. I was talking about the TV show Cops. Oh, yeah. That's a fun show. Yeah. Dirty Cop No Donut. That's the best cop. I grew up with that show. <laughs> Buy an officer a law of Coke. I mean, Pepsi. <laughs> you still listen to Pepsi? I know you are. <laughs> I you used to, play, I used to put up Pepsi. with the show Cops because then well, I was excited for what came afterwards, which was King of the Hill, Simpsons, I'm not Malcolm Middle. When I was a kid, I'd watch anything, and I'd hate it and never say a fucking word of complaint. Like I, would just say, I had that period of my life when we had like three channels. Watch everything. Yeah. You just watch whatever Full house. was on. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. I was in. I was like, <laughs> just stare at it then I'd be like I'd watch Full House Home Improvement Simpsons King of the Hill whatever they gave me I ate up because I didn't know any better yeah and I probably still have stupid fucking what a modern family should be compared to Full House and stuff ingrained <laughs> in my head or like there, there <laughs> brainwashed was a, there was a period for me too where I we didn't have access to like Nickelodeon and, and things like that so we just got stuck with PBS yeah as kids yeah. so then like while everyone's talking about like the new like the episode of like Invaders Zim or something I'm like do you guys catch that episode of Arthur where you got an F on his report card? Yeah. I'm like, what? You guys see Arthur and Wishbone and Dragon Tales? <laughs> Cyber Chase was awesome. He's like, man, get the fuck out of here. What? <laughs> kids like, get the fuck out of here. What's the one with the presidents on it? And they're one that has, oh, oh Liberty's kids. kids or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I do like that episode of Arthur where he uh, is like looking for money in the couch and he finds that dirty sucker and it's full of hair. And he's like, I was looking for that. Puts it in his mouth. <laughs> there was, there was, I do remember an episode of Arthur like, not like scaring me, but like making me cautious of uh, potato chips. Because there's an episode where his sister finds a green potato chip, and she's warned not to eat them because when you do, you, it turns your ears green. Okay. It was weird, and I I remember always just like when I pour in chips onto a plate, I'd always just toss away the green ones and just like nope, <laughs> not eating them. How many green potato chips? That's like a one in a bag thing. Yeah, but even so, you gotta watch out, man. You gotta you watch have out. Fucking green ears. It's like eating the bay, the bay leaf in the stew or the pot roast or something. What was that? Uh. What's the leaf they put in for seasoning in the soup? Probably a bay leaf. But yeah. I don't know. There always would be one. I was like, you didn't eat the bay leaf, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Or you got it. It was like a prize. There was an uh, episode of Arthur where they that dealt with curse words, and they actually got in trouble kind of for it. <sighs> there was actually some controversy around Arthur for a couple of reasons. One was the curse word episode. Because they were saying the curse word, but I think it was being bleeped. Yeah. So it's on a kid's show, and even though they're bleeping it, people were like, I don't think they should be doing this. PBS drama. And then the other, <laughs> thing, the other thing about Arthur is that Arthur tends to portray adults as being idiots. And uh, there were some, like, parenting groups that had a, had a problem with the way, like, oh, weird. teachers and parents were portrayed on the show Arthur. Huh. See, I think there's even an episode of Spongebob that deals with cursing, but it never it's never bleeped. It's, like, replaced with cartoon sounds. Oh, yeah. So it's like when Spongebob goes to be like, well, son of a... Like a dolphin noise comes in. <laughs> but Spongebob's not crack. So it's not like PBS, Arthur, which is for kids and family. Spongebob is just like, 
half kid show, half burnout pothead watching a show. It, like, yeah, any, yeah. like, adults can find it funny. I can find it funny. You just watch well, I mean, like, what is this on crack? And compare, like, the raciest epo- episode of SpongeBob to, like, the raciest episode of, like, Rocco's Modern Life or Ren and Stimpy yeah. when we were growing up. Yeah. Like, there was some intense, like, weird shit on those. Ren and Stimpy's perverted. Or, like, Stimpy, the weird, uh, So is Rocco's Modern Life. Or the weird uh, uh, female motorcycle game in Cow and Chicken called the Rug Munchers. The Rug Munchers, I remember. No. Yeah. yeah. And they'd actually burst into Cow and Chicken's home, and they start chewing on rugs. Like, like chewing on rugs. the carpet and stuff. How could they get away with that? <laughs> like, either... How did they get away with the, the... Satan was on the show, and his bare ass was showing all the yeah. time. Yeah, Satan is good. <laughs> Satan is our pal. Sorry. Speaking of the burbs... <laughs> My wife just watched the burps. Yeah, so and so died. I can't say Rick's last name. I, I don't know how to say it. I want to say it's like Ducommon or well, I, like R.I.P. Because that. that guy was brilliant in the burbs, brilliant in Little Monsters, Snick. Yeah. I loved him in that. It's like when uh, Maurice, my one of my favorite lines is when he's like, "I have a hunch." He's like, "I take it back." Talking about my back, Maurice, and he goes flips out. Yeah, my horn. <laughs> I love that movie. But yeah, that guy. I grew up watching his stuff, and that I didn't think it was true. Like there was a scandal at first, and they said R.I.P. Remember that? Yeah. Like, and we didn't, and they were like, "No, he's not dead." And I was like, "Okay." And then, turns out he is dead. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it's a bummer. He was what fifty-eight. He's also the scary oh, movie. That's young. The line is scary movie, and the sick bastards planted drugs all over the house. Oh yeah, yeah, the first one. <laughs> yeah, I just watched that recently. Everybody gets killed, and that guy comes, and he's like, "Come on, Cindy, we have to go down." Uh, See, they killed everyone. And then he comes out because he's like a drug dealer. And he's like, and the sick bastard playing the drugs all over the house. Because <laughs> they know they're going to search the house. And That reminds me. I made a list of the I made a list of the movies that I watched. I think I've only watched. You must have been busy. I only watched. Well, your wife just had uh, surgery. Well, my wife had surgery. So I like. I'm, you got to sit there. I'm, well, I don't have to sit there. But I've just kind of been around the house not doing a lot. Like. Because I'm just on schedule. Like taking her pills, taking her food. So I've just been in the living room watching movies. I watched Eating Raul. I told you it was great. Yeah, it was great. Have you watched it yet? Not yet. You'll love um, it. It's on Hulu, and it's it's really, really good. It was not at all what I expected it to be, but it um, it cracked me up. It made me smile. Really dark humor, really, really funny, like... Zany. Old school, like, set them up, knock them down joke structure. Cool. Um, and boobies. Lots of boobs. Swing on this. <laughs> uh, the, the couple's really likable. Yeah, it's, too. it's Paul Bartel and, and Mary, Mary Warrenoff. I love them. Who are also in... Um, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, which I think you should watch. You should watch Private Parts then. The Howard Stern movie? No. Okay. Body Parts. I think it's called Private Parts by Parv Hotel. He did one too. That's oh, old. okay. I'm... I think I have a, VH, a DVD around here somewhere. I'll watch Holly's Hollywood Boulevard on Hulu. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it's still I'll is. try to find it. I think it's called Hollywood Boulevard. It's a Corman movie. Did uh, Parv Hotel direct that? No, Paul Bartel is in it as a director. Did Cohen direct it? Oh, I can't remember who directed it. Hmm. And then Mary Warrenov is in it as an actress and... Dick Miller's in it as like a talent scout. Like that sounds great. It's, it might it's be a good. Cohen movie. It's really funny. Um, I watched uh, Tape Heads with uh, Tim Robbins and uh, John Cusack. Hmm. And when it started out, I thought I was going to love it because it's about two guys who are security guards. But their hobby is that they like, um, well, the one guy's hobby is really good at making like music videos and editing and stuff like that. So, like, they rewire all the security stuff so their boss thinks he's seen, like, empty rooms. Of course. And really, they're having a party, big, goofy 80s party, like, all through the building. They get fired, and they start their own music video company. And the first one they do is for a, a chicken and waffle restaurant called Roscoe's, owned by this, like, white guy who, like, sings like an old black man. And they do a music video for him. And that part's great. And when it got there, I was like, this movie's going to be gold. We're going to see all their music videos and all this, like, zany shit's going to happen. And it sort of just devolves into, like... 
how a lot of 80s and 90s movies did, where all of a sudden, like, crime is involved, yep. and they're being chased by people with guns, and... Weird. Yeah, I just... I didn't care the, for it by the end. The setup of that sounded a lot like Dirty Work. It kind of is. <laughs> well, they'd be filming the music is, but they just had, like, the assignments to do, and Dirty Work's brilliant as well. I love Dirty Work. Dirty Work's one of my all-time favorites. Dirty Work's better than Tapehead. <laughs> um, I watched Kingsman, obviously. We, I love that again. We should talk about this some more. Um, and I watched... Uh, Mask of Zorro. Have you guys seen Mask of Zorro, the Antonio yeah. Banderas? Not since one? I was a kid. When it came out, we all saw it. It's awesome. We liked it. I, liked I haven't it. seen it in years. It's fantastic. My whole family liked it when we watched it. We were all like, that was good. But that was, what, 96? 98, I think. 97, well, 98. We were like 12. Yeah. Uh, directed by Martin Campbell, the guy who did uh, Goldeneye and. I liked Casino Goldeneye Royale too as a kid. And stuff. Um, it's awesome. It's great. I was like, sort of forgot. It's really long. It's like two and a half hours long. <laughs> but uh, it's awesome. I loved it. But, yeah, a baddie in that. Uh, the one guy I recognize, but I don't know his name. The other guy I don't, I don't recognize from anything else. Um, because there's a there's one guy who's just like a Confederate soldier, uh, looking guy, and then there's another guy who's a um a Spanish like uh, assassin governor or something like that. And um, I'm not sure. We got Anthony Hopkins who's playing the original Zorro, mm-hmm. and then he passes the mask and cape along to Antonio Banderas, and you have a young Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> uh, who looks super sexy. In it, she always way. does. Yeah. But yeah, Kingsman. Let's talk about Kingsman because it was amazing. I can't believe they pulled some of that stuff. And when I was watching the movie, I can't believe they went that extreme. Like the church scene. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Church scene, brilliant. Yeah. And there was two, uh, the church scene with Freebird. Mm-hmm. Also very similar to the, I mean, the, we had the Devil's Rejects with Freebird and then the line with the, I hit you, your dick hits yeah, the floor. Yeah, it's I hit you, you hit... Well, I think that's an old saying. That's an old saying, but it's yeah. just strange that both Freebird and that line both popped up in Kingsman yeah. and Devil's Rejects. Yeah. It's guess it's that old school mentality of like an old you know line. Well, stuff. I think the I think the Freebird just shows up because they were like, okay, he's about to kill a room full of dumbass hillbillies. What song should we play? Ten minutes. Freebird. Free, <laughs> play Freebird. It's still fun screaming that just to piss off the band. <laughs> I was, I went do it to my friends that are playing. One time I was in high school and there's um I'm trying to remember the name of the band. They did a battle of the bands. There's one band who was amazing. I think they're called Blues Light Special or something like that. And uh, people literally started yelling Freebird as they were leaving the stage. And they came back out and played Freebird. Huh. They played, they kill it? Yeah, they, the guitar solo and everything. Wow. Yeah, they're really talented. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. Anyway, Kingsman! <laughs> Kingsman's awesome. Sam uh, Jack's amazing. Sam Jackson is so good, dude. I love Sam Jack. Yeah. That's, he, that's a movie that people need to watch who are like, Samuel L. Jackson's the same character in every movie. That's no, bullshit. Not fucking not. Watch Django, Django and watch Kingsman. Like, he puts on a character. Like, They're good mm-hmm. characters, too, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, even though he yells a lot in movies, he's put in situations where he has to yell. Like, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. that's his character he's written to yell. And, yeah. uh, like, Die Hard 3, yeah. Unbreakable, he's not the same fucking character. I don't care no. what anybody says. He's great in Unbreakable. Yep. It, Kingsman took all of the tropes and likability of old spy movies and just amplified it by 10 you know i i love it and like because i was telling you as we were starting it like to me the my favorite bond villains are the ones that always have something either a malady or something not quite quite right with them and then they always have that over the top awesome henchman so like in kingsman gazelle was, oh, she's that's, beautiful she's awesome that's a must in those kind of movies. yeah, yeah. what's funny is that um uh, the king kingsman is uh, the second Mark Miller adaptation that Matthew <laughs> has directed. He also did Kick-Ass. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the Kick-Ass actually is really close to the comic book. K- 
Kingsman, as I understand it, is nowhere near the comic book. I've never read the comic, but I looked up to see kind of how close they were. Yeah. And Gazelle in the comic book is a giant black man with robot legs. Really? Yeah, which is completely, like, different. Like, in the same ballpark, I guess, with the yeah. legs, but... How's Sam Jack's character in it? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I know that the fact that Mark Hamill is in the beginning of Kingsman mm-hmm. is a nod to the comic, because in the comic it opens with, they have literally kidnapped Mark Hamill. Oh, cool. That's how it opens. Because <laughs> uh, something they, they a touch with, they gloss over in Kingsman, is that Valentine, the villain... By the way, we're probably going to spoil Kingsman, so... <laughs> We spoil everything we talk about, so sorry. Tune out if you don't want to hear it. Uh, but they, they touch on it, but they don't go into detail. Valentine kidnaps, like, celebrities. Yeah. So in the movie, like, in all the other cells that, like, the princess wasn't in, mm-hmm. I think you're supposed to have celebrities. Because they say something on TV about Iggy Azalea. Yeah. So um, the, the comic book, at least, maybe leads into that because it starts with they have kidnapped Mark Hamill. Yeah. So Interesting. Well, we I mean, we even discussed that, too, as we were watching it, how, like, the differences of a graphic novel versus the movie adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, big one to me is Watchmen, and just mostly just because of the ending, mm-hmm. which is understandable. You know, to take that into a mainstream audience, that ending yeah, Watchmen the, wouldn't set well. I don't the think the squid would have been weird to see in the movie version of yeah Watchmen. I I kind of feel like I know I'm in the minority, but I always I've always felt like the ending of the movie actually makes more sense in a way than the one in the comic book. I actually never saw the Watchmen. Really? Bad, huh? Lots of people said I would like it. I think you would dig it. Yeah. I think it's I'll, it's like a love it or hate it thing. Like, there are a lot of people who really fucking hate Watchmen, but I love it. It plays right to my sensibilities. I think you'd dig it. It's got a great soundtrack and great action. and Especially uh, especially since it was one of those, for the longest time, it was one of those ideas that everyone's like, this is unfilmable. Yeah. And it was accomplished <clears throat> quite well. What do you guys think a movie that would, uh, adaptation that's unfilmable would be? Almost anything by H.P. Lovecraft. Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. I never actually read that. It was one of the stories I haven't read. Yeah. The movie adaptation of Call of Cthulhu is actually pretty... It's really faithful and it's not bad. Um, oh, yeah. It's like around 40, 45 minutes. Is mm-hmm. that the one? I think yeah. so, yeah. It's black and white and silent. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, but that's why they always like change Lovecraft stuff so much because... <laughs> part of the reason you can't adapt his stuff is because... <clears throat> most of them are from the first person. And for a reason... And also, he ne- he actually hardly ever describes anything. He'll be like, and the visage of the creature was mind-shatteringly terrible. It was the born it's, of nightmares, and that's all you get. He's he's more of a, the effects of the fear, right. not the monster itself. It's the effects of the monster on you. Like, Dagon is just a guy telling a story, and he's freaking out. You don't right, even know right. if you've seen that. There's a movie where they point that out. Oh, it's Night of the Tentacles. We made it. but that is true though hp lovecraft only focuses on the after effects of it more so than anything yeah like what's the guy with the story he's on the phone the whole time and the guy's just telling him like don't come down here oh seal the tomb the tomb yeah seal the tomb tomb. well like you said dagon is is from the point of view of a guy who's in a room in constant paranoia that like that dagon is going to come to the window and take him why haven't they made a hp lovecraft anthology or they just go room to room to room like asylum or and the screaming star is it and the screaming starts the uh, or is it asylum it's probably asylum the old ambicus where you just interview like all these guys like the I, guy from the tomb the guy from dagon and you go to the stories and he rec- they recreate the stories that'd be cool very that, fucking easy uh you know i've wanted to adapt something from lovecraft forever and that's always and no matter what story i choose it always like, I never thought of it as an anthology movie. That's a good fucking idea. Just do the asylum. But I've always thought of it in terms of that, where it's like, 
Um, you're it's someone interviewing someone in yeah who's like held in the insane asylum. You could do uh, what's the church the the what's the one with the music of so and so as well where he uh, goes up to the room. Eric Eric Zahn. That's yeah. it. You could do those three <clears throat> would be all, all flashback stories. I think. Yeah. And uh, there's there's probably you could do the tomb one where the guy crawls into the Egyptian tomb and he mm-hmm. finds those weird men and everything. Like you could do almost any of his stories. Yeah. yeah rats in the walls would be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. How's rats in the wall go? It's like it's it's. Pretty much the end of it, isn't it? Like it's a it's a society of people that live within the walls. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what it is? I think yeah. so. Ugh. Well, there's also the lurking fear. Yeah. Which is where it's like the crazy inbred Martens family that's like they live under the um, the cemetery and they pull down bodies and eat them and shit. ghouls. Yeah, they're ghouls, but they basically send a bunch of people to the house. Uh, the part that always stuck with me is they send people to the Martens mansion. To like find out what's going on because the graves are they think the graves are being robbed but they're really being pulled down from beneath if I remember correctly and um, somebody like either enters the room or falls asleep and wakes up and they're trying to talk to their buddy who's sitting in a chair and they're like you won't respond and they get up and they go and look and his face has been hollowed out like something just like <laughs> ate his face off and put him back in the chair and it was someone from the Martens family. Like in uh, House on the Haunted Hill. Right? Yeah it is like that. That always <laughs> reminded me of that. I bet in that story when the end they come to it where they're like where somebody's like, they would have been uh, like stolen, grave dug, but they're coming from below. That part in the story would probably be amazing. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've read that one. You know what a cool one is? That's not a great story. When you, it's like almost a struggle to get through it at first. You're like, okay, okay. And then the very end, you kind of see it coming, but the way they explain it is just awesome. Where they have that, that guy has that like monkey statue, that little monkey like creature that he has, like a, a mummified monkey. Yeah. And like he keeps thinking it, and then like it goes down his line and he finds out that's like his fucking great great ancestor. And you're like, oh my God. finds out that one of his uncles like fucked an ape lady. Yeah. Like, and way he's down part the line. ape. And, yeah. that, and all the family has fucking like misery. And since then, like they came from a long line of failures. What's because the title of, that. of this one? I don't remember. I can't remember. It's, it, I think it's someone's name, isn't it? Isn't it something, something, something? I don't remember. Hmm. I can't remember. It's a twisted story. Did you ever see uh, that movie that had Chris Sarandon in it called The Resurrected? Ooh. And it's based on the strange case of Charles That's Dexter a Dan O'Bannon movie. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. It's cool. It's, good. it's really cool. My favorite parts is when they go down, um, it's like all the failed Resurrected. Yeah. In, in that darkness. It's all these like crazy puppet, like half-formed gore monsters Dude, like wander around the that. dark. It's great. The ending is so batshit crazy. <laughs> So crazy. Don't spoil it, because Daniel Bannon made like my favorite movie ever, Return of the Living Dead. So you, I, I think you'd like Resurrected. It's a little slow in spots, but it's cool, and it's got a great ending. I've actually, besides Kingsman, I've only had a chance to watch two movies this time. Okay, what did you watch? Uh, what is that, Country Cottage? Okay. With, uh, what's the guy from uh, Tucker and Dale? Tyler Labine? The big guy. Yeah, Tyler Labine. Yeah, uh, I, I like that guy. He's got like a special charisma about him. Yeah. This movie is it's really goofy and silly and like it's got that lighthearted kind of I like it's definitely gonna be compared to like Shaun of the Dead or Tucker and Dale. But it's kinda of mean spirited. Yeah. In a weird kind of way, like uh he's this like overworker and his brother's like this swinger kind of douchebag and he goes to the cottage, his brother's not supposed to be there. He wants to propose to his wife his girlfriend and she really wants that's all she wants. And then uh, of course people start dying and they start covering it up and his, his oh, wife I remember, helps them. I remember seeing a um and you, a trailer for this. I think. And, and there's some good moments and the ending is just me, so mead spirited. I actually kind of like it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. He's um he's got a show on Hulu called Deadbeat. Yeah, right um I've been wanting to try and catch it. It looks interesting. It's like he sees ghosts or something, right? And then helps them accomplish their goals okay. that they couldn't in, in the in the life living. I think a lot of the ghosts are like played by comedians and stuff. Like yeah. I remember in the trailer, I think I saw Fred Armisen in there. Well, I liked it. It was enjoyable. That's just because the actor is really enjoyable as well. And uh, I also rewatched for probably the probably watched a few times at least Scanners. 
yeah. on the HD quality. Yeah. I love scanners. I just, I actually just love Michael Ironside mm. is why I really love that movie. But do you guys think that, I know like the whole idea is silly with the nervous system, but do you think that scanners tries to cram too much story and plot into what it's doing? Like with all the, and then they're like, just, and then try to add another theme layer with that computer. Like it's a nervous system too. When he goes to the computers, I always think that's cheesy. It's been a really, it's been a long time since I've seen scanners. I do remember thinking that it, scanners is one of those movies where they tried to class it up. Like they, they or they tried to smart it up. But when you get right down to the core about it, it's about psychic people who blow each other's heads off. <laughs> so, like, I, I think I know what you're getting at, but it's been a really long time since I've seen it, so I don't remember. It's a good movie, and it, like, I love, uh, the, like, the stuff in it. Like, a lot of it, it starts off better than it is. Like, I think the first half, it, and the last ending's really awesome, too. But, like, just at the point with the computers, it's just, like, hard enough to swallow. Like, I would, it's, it's a pretty straight movie, you know? I would love for someone to release a set of all the cra- uh, scanners and all the crazy scanner sequels. They did do two and three to get on Blu-ray. Did they really? Yeah, from Screen. Did, did they really? Know? I didn't know that. No, that it didn't is sell three, well. I is guess. Is three Scanner Cop? No, That's Scanner separate? Cop and Scanner Showdown, aka Scanner Cop Two, are four and five. You oh can get Canadian God. DVDs imported. I, I have them live. They used to show them on Cinemax when I was a kid. Scanners at, four and five are fun. At my neighbor's, I saw them, but. Uh, the baddie in four is Richard Lynch as a doctor, which okay, is great. And the awesome. baddie in five is no other than one of my personal favorites, Patrick Kilpatrick. Oh shit, son! Yeah. He's great yeah. in it. Man, I want to get. I want to see those. Now. They're fun. <laughs> they're fun. They're they're like that time when like the Sci-Fi Channel used to play cool movies. Yeah, like demonic toys and Scanner Cop and Scanners two and three aren't bad either. I actually don't dislike any of the scanners like i could watch any of the scanners and be like i'm fine with this i want to see those i've never seen any of them all the way through and the first scanner first one i'm not a huge fan of the lead actor like i know he's supposed to play a stale person that hasn't melted with society and doesn't he's really awkward just don't like his performance never liked his performance don't think he's very good i don't even remember what he looks like and to be he, honest so i can see his wardrobe but i can't see his face he looks like poor man's david emge okay he looks like david emge but, like, against, like, Ironside at the end, it's just like, come on, man. You're getting outclassed. <laughs> yeah. I know, and it's like polar opposite character. Somebody's supposed to not have any personality. Yeah. And I guess he doesn't, but it just, I don't know. I just yeah. don't like it. I don't like it. Maybe I don't like his character. Maybe it's not him. It's probably more like it. Yeah. Um, I got a, I was able to get a couple in, too. Um, other than Kingsman today, I watched the live-action version of Scooby-Doo. Okay. Um, which... I remember only watching once when I lived back home, and I don't remember paying attention to it much. I mean, there's certain uh, scenes and things I remembered. Uh, watching it again this time, I actually kind of love it. Yeah? Yeah. It's uh, it's sincere, it's fun, it's hokey as shit, but I love it, and they, the use of playing around with fart jokes really tickles me. <laughs> James Gunn directed that, right? Uh, wrote, wrote it. I wrote, wrote it. Wrote it. Um, which I didn't know the first time, so that was a surprise. But yeah, it's fun. It's cool. Um I don't know. There's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of things they pay respects to from the cartoon as well. I noticed, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Watch that, and then uh, one that disappointed me because I was excited to watch it. Um, Battle Truck. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we've been we've been quoting that Battle Truck trailer for like three years and never watched it. What's it, it say? It's it's the one where it's like. That's the trailer. Uh, Wait, hold on. Can you hear it? Yeah, can you hear it? It's coming. Battle truck. <laughs> that fucking sounds in a bunch of movies. The yeah, but it's awesome. Um, it is awesome. The Not new, the new Zealand title is uh, Warlords of the 21st Century, and the Italian title is Destructors. They all sound awesome. <laughs> they all sound like they would definitely be like Empire or Corman. The pictures. thing that upsets me the most. 
is all of the cool things that Battle Truck does in the trailers, it's all it does. 90% of the film, it collects dust. And it makes me mad. Battle Truck. Ninety percent of the film, it collects dust. <laughs> it's so, oh, it's so drawn out. Isn't that weird? I feel like that was really common back in the day, where they would, you'd see an advertisement for an exploitation movie like that, like, like all the good shit's exploiting in the a concept, and they're, it, it looks so cool, and yeah, all the good stuffs in the trailer, and then they just like spin their wheels for eighty minutes of the movie until yeah. like one thing happens. I don't understand that. I don't know what which the... its problem is, and it's a lot of movies took inspiration from Mad Max and tried to do their own, which is okay, but still follow your own, follow your own story, follow your own method. Yeah. It tries so much to be Mad Max because even the plot in this is the oil wars. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. That was really common back then. What is the, uh, did you guys ever see Damnation Alley? Mm-hmm. That's one that, uh, Shout released under the Corman things I really wanted to see and it's in the same vein, I think. And uh, what it, I think it's like that. What's that one? Space Hunters that I was talking about with uh, Ernie Hudson and Michael Ironside. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. Forty-five minutes in, Michael Ironside's the baddie. Didn't even show up. I couldn't get through it. <laughs> Bored. Melly Ringwald's in it. Bored me to tears. Yeah. Painful. <laughs> Fucking painful. <laughs> and like, if I want to watch Han Solo, I'll put in a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. But I am excited to check out the, the the second movie that's with it, which is Death Sport. That one actually looks... Death pretty. Sport? I didn't even hear that. What's it's, that? It's uh, got David Carradine in it. Okay. And I was looking it up, looking up more about it, and um, Roger Corman said it's pretty much his his sequel to Death Race 2000. Hmm. And it's it's awesome. There's ray guns that dissolve people. Hey, do you learn from your other mistakes? <laughs> hey, this one looks cool. It's on the same disc. <laughs> Can't be that cool. At least it's got Carradine in it. But then again... Wait, wait, wait. It, it's got Carradine in it. Uh-huh. And it's a Corman movie. Strike right? one. Yeah. Strike two. No, not I'm strike one. I'm fucking with you guys. Hey, I'm just kidding. Hey, hey, hey. 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 You stupid bitch. And, Listen. <laughs> I like both those go people. Ahead. I'm just kidding. And there's a world... It's a world around death racing, pretty much. It's about surviving death sport. I love Corman. I'm just kidding with you guys. Um, But here's the thing you can count on on most Corman stuff... Until about the '90s, probably no bad digital effects. Is well, there's that, but also uh, even in the '90s, he wasn't really I'm just doing digital effects. Kidding with you? No, like uh, he, the Corman rule, the seven minute rule. Okay? Something happens every seven. Something happens. There's gonna be there's gonna be action or blood or tits every seven minutes. Don't the show the monster till the end, and uh, the monster should be bigger than the girl. Those are Corman rules. Are they really? I, I've heard. I've heard people sense. quote him I mean, saying those things. Uh, well, he must have been absent for Battle Truck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was Battle Truck a Corman? And New World Pictures. Oh fuck! Well, maybe new World to New Horizons, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's boring. Yeah. Yeah, and it it saddened me. You know what their next one That's is? That's weird because usually if they produced him in house, he didn't let that happen. You know what the next one is? Hmm. New Bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it's going. Every independent company's closing. I think they're doing all right because he's. I making, hope so. He's making sci-fi channel movies. I heard his sci-fi movies are better though. Like Sharktopus is better than the other ones. I yeah, I've heard that too. Well, Sharktopus is a straight-up comedy. It's not as good as Monster Shock or Devilfish. That's the original. <laughs> that's the original Sharktopus. Yeah, yeah. Well, now <laughs> what's coming? Out? It's, it's Sharktopus versus uh... Dino Croc. Is that it? No, it's oh. something else. No, uh, Werewolf. I think. There's a whale? I think it's Shark Post versus Whale Wolf. <laughs> I can't take this. Don't throw it stuff at me. I didn't make the fucking movie. David's throwing change at me. Werewolf. I never heard of it. I think it's Werewolf. It's Beowulf's brother. Whale Wolf. <laughs> half whale, half wolf, all terror. Yeah. All, all bail. What's a bail? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Christ. I mean, I don't know if it'd be any good, but it's a Corman. 
Huh. The only thing that sucks is that since he's making them for Sci-Fi Channel, I think he's skimping on the Tatas. See, uh, this wolf doesn't travel in a pack. <laughs> one of his, wolf. uh, one of his '90s productions actually really awesome, uh, the Wasp Woman remake. Oh yeah, yeah. Which, oh my God, the moment she turns into the wasp, awesome. Really, it's just gigantic puppet, and it's like it's got the actor. And makeup's up to like her abdomen, like right below the breast line, and that's the actor. And then behind her is this huge, like puppeteered thing that's her, like her abdomen and backside, and these weird legs. And well, that was part of the. They did this thing. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what else they did. Uh, they did Wasp Woman. They did She Creature. Oh, right? they did Teenage Caveman. Teenage, How to Make a Monster, and maybe. Um, um, maybe Earth versus the Spiders. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. With uh, Dan Aykroyd was in that one. Yeah, mo- some of those were good. How to make a monster with Cleta Vol? Yeah, that's oh. the one. Well, what they did was it was they were remaking Roger Corman movies with Stan Winston special effects. Okay, but it was still low budget and like How to Make a Monster is fucking awful. The Teenage Caveman is not great either. I like Teenage Caveman. <laughs> is Horror Vision in that one too? Horror Vision. Horror a Full Moon Tempe. Oh, that's Full Moon. Never mind. Hmm. That was when Tempe and Full Moon merged. See, sometimes I get I get Full Moon and Corman stuff mixed up. Sometimes that's like when they they merge with Tempe, like mm-hmm. at a certain time, and that's when it was like the Witch House Two kind of. But see, that's like, there's there's that weird period where I get them mixed up. But like you can some there are lots of Full Moon where you're like that's Full Moon, and then there's lots of Corman that's that's Corman. I don't. I never got those two confused. There is a, there is some that I do. I think it's just like towards the later stuff. But I was really familiar with Full Moon and Tempe and Corman. I was less familiar with than those two, to be honest. Until I, like I was familiar with Full Moon and Corman, but never Tempe. I never watched any Tempe. Tempe's not even the same like like no. budget caliber. But when they merged with Full Moon, they had a certain Full Moon was completely. Different I started out with Moonbeam. <laughs> My very first VHS was Beanstalk. I probably did too, actually, because yeah, I remember watching <laughs> Beanstalk and Prehistoria. Prehistoria. Yeah. Uh, um, what I remember was the one? Those. Dragon World was another one. I think so. Yeah. Um, um, Spooky Town. Pizza. Pizza Kids. Pizza Kids. That's making shit oh. up. I I feel like Spooky Town was called something different when Phantom I watched Town. it as a kid. Phantom yeah. Town. It's by Jeff Burr, I think. Okay. I've never seen it, but I liked it. It's got like weird, gloopy special effects in it and stuff. What was I gonna say about uh, what was that? Priesteria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't that one start out in a pet shop? I one of them is a pet shop. They go to pet, they're in a pet shop because I remember one being very similar to Critters Three because Critters Three opens in a pet shop too. As a kid, I think that's got to be the best thing in the movie. Uh, one scene I can remember in particular is he's on some kind of train and he's bullied and like this girl comes in and rescues him by she puts rocks in like some kind of like under her knuckles and then beats the kids up. Like that. I can't <laughs> Why are remember. the dinosaurs small? I don't remember. I don't know. It's been too long, but I mean, I remember watching. And all three of those, and like there's them three as a kid. of them. Yeah, one of them is in a mansion, and one of them's on a golf course. The man, <laughs> I'm are they just beating up like rich people? And the one, the, what, I, what I remember about the one in the mansion is that there's these two like bumbling exterminators. That that, that was Puppet Master Four, man. No, it was not. It was Puppet Master Four. There are these two bumbling exterminators. Was that five? Who come in, and there's like little like black. They think they're hunting rats or something. There's little like black things everywhere. And they think it's rat droppings, and they're arguing over whether it's rat droppings or raisins. And then one of them like works up the courage to eat it. Oh! And then he's like, "Oh, it was a raisin." That's I can remember re- that. That's the only thing I remember from the movie. That's the only thing I remember. Classic, classic <laughs> Corman. I was. Wow. 
Good old Moonbeam. <laughs> and then there's like that where they renamed it Goobers, but it used to be called something else. Munchie Strikes Back. No. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> the Fucking that Munchie series is so weird. The first Munchie says the Ghoulies rip off. This line knows around, man. It likes it. We're gonna people are just gonna be listening to. <laughs> uh, Munchies start out as a Gremlins rip off. It was a Ghoulies rip off. It was a Gremlins rip off because they multiplied. Yeah, the Ghoulies rip off. If you cut them up, they multiply. I'm fucking with you. They're okay. all rip offs. Well, you always arguing with me. I'm not even. <laughs> but the first one was a Gremlins rip off, and then the sequel was like a weird animatronic voiced by Dom DeLuise flying around on a fucking. Then there was pizza, a second one of those. Granting wishes. And then there's a second one of those, Munchie Strikes Back, and they couldn't get fucking Dom Deluise to do the voice, so I had a different voice it's than that. It's Munchie? One. Oh, jeez. Munchies and Munchie Strikes... No, it's Munchies, He's, Munchie, and Munchie, Munchie, Munchie Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. By the way, Rat Ghoulie. Yeah. It's a Rat Ghoulie. He kind of looks uh, like him. Is Munchie the no. one you... you, you I don't think we fully watched it, but you you browse through some of the scenes where he's in bed. Uh, yeah, talking and it's to the horrifying. Kid. Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. And you always said it was goat ghoulie. I know. I don't want to. I'm, I'm just trying not to have the argument. I'm fucking to, with you. I was trying to fly past the rat ghoulie. It's a goat ghoulie. It's a rat ghoulie. He because, has goat legs and horns, Dave. But during the subtitles, it says I, rat ghoulie. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna call uh, Carl Buchler I'm on the ready. phone. Hey, Carl. Ready for the big ride, baby! You're gonna die if you keep arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Just argue, everyone. That's not a fish ghoulie. That's alligator ghoulie. I talked to uh, John uh, Beekler, Buechler, I'm not sure how to say it, once on Facebook, and he was really nice. Ask him about That's rat awesome. ghoulie. He, he told me what nernies were. Because yeah. I told him that every time we, when we were doing Zombie A-Hole, uh-huh. I was like, when we did our stringy gore special effects, we called it, like, Buchler gore. Yeah. Because it, what, like, the way his gore looked in his movies. Like, like carnosaur special. He's especially. like, those are called nernies, kid. And I was like, oh, I've nice. heard somebody else say that, too, don't they? Yeah. That's, like, a common term. Yeah, it? it's, like, the effects term for him. That was smart, because yeah. I said, I, too, said it to somebody else, too. Like, the only <laughs> thing I know how to make is nernies. And now we're Literally. teaching people, spreading the knowledge. Spreading God, the nernies. When is carnosaur going to get the Blu-ray treatment? I, I would buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah, exactly. I I'm here like, to announce. I want Carnosaur in HD. That I just purchased the rights to Carnosaur. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better put it on Blu-ray, motherfucker. Nope, only VHS. Big box is what everybody wants. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Scream Factory. Only late, only CED and Betamax. Get behind that screen. You know we're the only two motherfuckers on this planet that wants a Carnosaur <laughs> Blu-ray. Nobody else gives a fuck. I'd buy oh. Carnosaur on Blu-ray. One and two. And three. I Three's think three's fun. fun I've never seen three. There's actually a fourth unofficial one called. Oh yeah, yeah. Raptors. I think so. I think. I had no. Not it's no awful. Before. And there's a scene where a T Rex jumps like thirty feet, and it's like the worst special effect. Is it all CGI? Seen. No, it's still puppets and shit. It just looks bad. Speaking of, uh, what about? speaking of Blu-rays, we're finally getting. Yeah. Goddamn Demon Knight, baby. <sighs> And, and Bordello Little Blood, but... What is that? I, I mean, come on. Seriously. Demon Knight, baby. At I least never... they're separate. Who gives a shit about I don't... Bordello Little Blood? Well, I don't know why people complain, like, why aren't they separate? It's like, it's a free fucking movie. Yeah. Unless they're going to load it with features. What do they have for Demon Knight features? No, they they're, are separate. They're doing... They are separate. Yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah. I know they're separate, but like I said, though, if they don't have any fucking features, put them together. I mean, they're going to oh, both be high quality. I think they must be doing um, features if they yeah. have them separate. Yeah, of course. And they said they're doing new artwork for them. I know yeah. that. I mean, Bordello Blood is not great but it's entertaining it's okay it's got full of blood it's got full of titties it ain't winning the academy awards but it'll keep you hard i'm just kidding i'm just fucking around <laughs> i'm just kidding and they another october release they got army of darkness 
yeah. yeah. But you gotta Same. you catch a pattern on there. Like they're working with Universal now. They release they're gonna release a Sentinel, the Legacy. I, 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 it's cool. I mean, I wish that Warner Brothers would give somebody their catalog or Lionsgate or fucking too. Sony. Just make a deal. I don't care if you're making well, a I deal wish with Warner somebody Brothers, else. Lionsgate would. I don't understand Put why they don't on. because they obviously don't give a fuck about those old titles. No. What's what's fucked up is they have the made on demand Warner archive. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're releasing Wolfen. Oh, well, okay. Like, I know you got better titles than Wolfen back there. Yeah, who gives a fuck about Wolfen? I know a lot of people like that movie. I'm not one. I don't... See, I, I've never liked it. I watched I it I can never kid. get through it. They played it on Sci-Fi Channel all the time. They would do, like, Werewolf Weekend, and it'd be, like, great stuff, and then all of a sudden Wolfen come on and be like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta find something else to do for two hours. <laughs> two and Wolfen is over. <laughs> two hours is long when you're fucking eight. And it's 100 degrees long. outside. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Wolfen. It's where the Indians turn to wolves and kill people. Yeah. Actual wolves. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. Werewolf. I agree. It's not a werewolf. That's a wolf. And that's an that, actual wolf man, not wolf man, but that, a wolf man. That turned me off as a kid. That wouldn't bother me now. Too. I just remember, uh, like, seeing on. I probably saw on HBO, or maybe I even rented it. But I just remember there's a naked guy dancing around for an extended period of time. <laughs> I like as it. a kid, I was just like, ah, wieners. You know, like. <laughs> that was I wouldn't channel. care now. I'd be like, look at that guy's wiener. But was he hot? I don't remember. I don't think so. It's like a 75-year-old man. Like, hey, pooping poop his pants. His balls are longer than his dick, just swinging around. They, like, he accidentally wraps ball. his balls around his dick on accident for the hospital. <laughs> you remember that? His testicular torsion. Awful scene. Speaking of old naked people, like, that horrible, like, rape scene in Henry II, when the old folks home. Never seen Henry II. An old man rapes another old man. It's horrifying. It's really yeah. fucking disturbing. Doesn't uh, Kathy Bates show her tatas? And about Schmidt, I think. She's not that old, though. No. She's like fucking, what, 50 in that? I don't know. I, I thought, couldn't tell you. I don't know. She's probably older than that, but. I was just trying to bring up more content, Dave. He's oh, trying there. to think of more, more old, more old, old people. Well, Lords of Salem had a bunch. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Um, Meg Foster's in 31. I saw her in a picture for 31. Is she? She's awesome. I love Meg Foster. Is there a, is there a plot to that yet? Not that I've seen. I've just seen oh. pictures of fucked up people. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I like most of the Rob Zombie stuff I've seen, but I'm not excited for this one because it looks like it's just a cash in. He looks like he's just pandering straight to like his fans. When I would rather see him do more, more like Lords of Salem. But you can't blame him for not doing more Lords of Salem-y type stuff because everybody <laughs> hated that movie for yeah. whatever reason. You make a movie that's somebody's favorite, it's better than making a movie that everybody kind of likes. Not when you got to make money. You're right. You're right. You're right. Unfortunately, that movie's probably gonna. Even though I don't feel as strongly about it as you, I mean, I don't hate it. I think it's interesting. Uh, that movie probably going on history besides Devil's Rejects. That's like his like crowd pleaser too. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves that. But like that one might go down as somebody's favorite movie. People are like my all time favorite movie. Lord just said, "Love that movie." It's probably It'll my, be talked about. It's probably it might be my favorite that he's made, and that's saying a lot because I love Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects are my all time favorites. I'm a firm believer. I keep playing that. footsie with you on accident, Brandon. No, I, I'm enjoying it. I like it too. It's hot. I'm a firm believer that every single movie has a fan. Yeah, I, I know it. It has to be true. Well, let's find the fan of Battle Truck and bring him on here. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to come on the podcast and a friend Battle Truck? Yeah, if your favorite, you can't, you if can't your favorite movie is Battle Truck. Sorry. Please, please, edu- let us let know, me know. Let sorry. me know what I missed. You know what, guys? I have a extra Blu-ray copy of Shivers. It has a punch in the back of the case. I ordered another one because I'm a douche. It's the Arrow release, which I hear a few seconds is cut. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, if you guys don't mind, it is a region B. I think it's locked, or I don't know. Wait, are you going to do a giveaway? Yeah, we're going to do a giveaway. I know it's like here, broken shivers. And it just has a punch in the back of the case. I will send it to you, and I'll probably throw in something else that I have a double of sitting around here. Okay, so, so what do, what do they got to do? What do you win? think? I think that we come up with uh, a question, and the first one to send the answer to the Shut Up Brandon podcast message gets it with the right answer. Okay, but we so gotta come up are, with a question on our Facebook group. We can just come up with a question right now. No, no, no. I mean, like, where are they sending it? They're gonna send it to our Facebook. To Shut our up, Facebook fade group. up. Shut up, Brandon. Facebook. You can find that on Facebook. Okay. Um, let's see. <laughs> it's got to be mediocrely hard. Uh, mediocrely hard. <laughs> Medi- not super hard. Yeah, but. yeah. All right. Well, since it's a Cronenberg movie, do we have a Cronenberg question? Well, you gotta be careful with this because I mean. Any any question movie related, they can just Google it. Well, yeah, right. but we can't stop that. But we'll just have to be like the first person who sends it. Yeah, that means that. All right, uh, let me think. Radio <laughs> silence while we think of a question. Right. Well, we should have thought of this before. I just thought it'd be a cool idea. No, I've I, been think meeting, a, I think it's a fantastic. I mean, idea. there are extra DVDs and Blu-rays sitting around my house that are going to yeah, no yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, what else can I throw in there? We got uh, the shivers, which is well, no, no, same. I'm saying so. We'll do several giveaways, yeah. but let's. We gotta come up with a come up with a good question. What's um, my mother's maiden name? No, <laughs> you don't want these. You don't want people looking in your history. What's my favorite icy pot? <laughs> What's my address? Where do I sleep in this house? All right, uh, you guys name two Cronenberg movies where he was killed. Okay, that's oh, good. Yeah, two movies where Cronenberg himself was killed in, in the movie. movie. Okay, name two of those. Send it to the uh, Shut Up Shut Brandon, Brandon podcast Facebook page. And the first one gets the question and gets it. Gets a Shivers Arrow Blu-ray. That's yep. clever, Dave. It, it like ties in with Shivers. Oh, my God. Look yep. at you. He's a smart boy. I've been saying it for years. Damn. The answer is... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I only know one of them. So that's what I, mean. I thought yeah, it was good. That's good. But you know two? There's I definitely know two, two. Right so I can only think of... Oh, I can think of two right yeah, top yeah. of my head. There we go. There we go. Okay, um... So I also watched The Strain. I've been watching The Strain. I'm like six episodes in, which is Guillermo del Toro's TV series, which I messaged you when I saw him, but Larry Fessenden is in at least one episode. I knew that, I knew that was coming. He might be in more, but I was like... I listened to uh, the Killer POV podcast, and they were talking about Larry Fessenden on yeah. there, and they said, oh, he's in this. Oh. He showed up, and I was like, look at that crumb bum. I'm like, that's Larry Fessenden. <laughs> Did it start off as a book series? Yeah. Okay. And there's a comic, too. Nice. They really merchandise the shit out of it, to be honest. But um, the show, man, I can't really say that it's like that. I think it's good, but I can't stop watching it because it's like the the dialogue is really rough. I don't love the dialogue. I'm not sure if I like any of the characters except for this, the one old man uh, vampire killer named Satrakian, uh, Mister Satrakian. Uh, he's awesome because he has a cane sword and he fucking kills vampires. That's nice. But. Uh, I don't know. I just but here's the thing: the production design is so good. Everything looks really, really cool. All the makeup and effects are really, really cool, and the monsters look amazing. And there's lots of monster action. It's kind of like Z Nation in that way, where it's like Z Nation's really bad, but there's lots of zombie action in it to keep you entertained. Yeah. So even though I'm not invested in the characters and I don't really feel compelled by the story, everything else is keeping me watching, which is really rare for me. Like a mediocre bag of chips, you keep eating it. Like it's not the best thing, but it's yeah. still like it's strangely addicting. Yeah. <laughs> it kills time. It makes you forget about the pain of the world. <laughs> I guess so. And they I, signed on for a season two, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I've kind of had it on the background while I've been working, and I kind of look up when action seems to be happening and stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah. 
There's Hi these, guys. There's these mongrels walking in. These oh, degenerates. Oh, good damn. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it entertains me. Like, I, I guess it's just I'm such a sucker for monsters, and there's so much monster stuff. That's interesting. Is it just, is it predominantly, like, vampire stuff? Or is there, like, different... It's only vampires, but it's this... Do you remember the Reapers from Blade 2? Yeah, they ate vampires, right? They're 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 like those guys. They're not like fangs, like Bleh! like they're not like sophisticated. Like they're fucking body. monsters. Like it's a parasitic worm that gets in your body and turns you into one. Thirty days a night. Um, those, they were smart. Kind of. I mean, these guys are smart. Some of them are smart. Some of them are animals. They, I don't know why why that is. I don't know if they get smarter as they get older. But it's like the worm gets into them. They like their fucking their genitals fall off. Oh. They're just like smooth. They look like dolls when they're naked. Um, their like butthole turns into a cloaca. Like they do an What's autopsy. What's a cloaca? Scene. A cloaca is what birds and other like and I think fish. The pee and poop and together. Yeah, pee and poop comes out of the same hole. Gotcha. And they drink blood and like shit um, ammonia, which is really weird. They have one on the table and they pull its tongue out because they have these big long worm tongue things that latch onto people. Worm tongue. And they pull it all the way out, and as they when they yank it all the way out, it fucking shits all over the table and like sprays ammonia everywhere. Hmm. It's pretty weird, but interesting. But I mean, it's got it's weird because it it feels like Del Toro, but it doesn't. So like you have all these Del Toro staples, like it looks like Del Toro with the lighting. It has stuff like the aut- autopsy scene, weird monsters, weird mythology to it, but it's not as good as stuff that Del Toro does. Is is he like a main writer behind it? I mean, he wrote the novel that it's based on. See, that's that's also how I feel about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. You know, it's... There's things about it that I like, mm-hmm. but overall I'm not a fan because there's just there's that element that it's missing, mm-hmm. and I think it's the character writing. Yeah. Is there any baddies in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, actual villains in the Marvel Universe, or they just fight Hydra goons? Kind of, sometimes, a little it's... bit. Is Baron Von Strucker in it? No. Is, is Baron Z anybody? Uh... See, that's what kind of bothers me. Yeah, I don't want to watch fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. be like, we, we shot two Hydra agents today. Here's what they do is, every once in a while they kind of sneak in like fourth string characters. Yeah. Like that one guy who's like a cyborg is a character. Deathlock. Char- Deathlock. He's oh, in- Deathlock. Yeah, yeah, I know he is. He's a, a I used to have his Deathlock toy. the Terminator, I think is his name. <laughs> I used to have a kid, a toy at Deathlock. When I was you used to have a kid? Named Deathlock. <laughs> <laughs> it was her choice. I wanted to go with He-Man. <laughs> Stupid bitch wouldn't even let my name up. Stupid bitch. I ate them both. Uh, They were delicious. But yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. It seemed weird to make a Marvel TV show and then do everything you could not to bring characters in. Whereas, like, Arrow is bringing all kinds. And Flash, they're bringing in all kinds. And Daredevil will be, too. And that's, but the thing about Arrow and Flash is they're not hindered by the connection to the movies. Not yet. They're gonna. With the Justice League. No, no, no. no. It's a separate universe. Uh Uh-uh. Yes, they are. I just got off the phone with you the president of DC. About... I didn't mean to distract you from the show. Oh, no, no, But no. That, um, that's what it, I was just trying to make a connection. No, I think you're absolutely like, I mean, that's dead on. That's part of the problem. But like, Del Toro directed the pilot episode, uh-huh. which was, I think, a little longer. It was like 90 minutes, maybe. And that one is, is definitely directorially stronger than the rest of it. Right. Um, but it's... I just, I'm so, I feel so weird about it just because usually I would stop watching at this point, but I just can't stop watching. Like, I'm still interested in it. You guys huh. hear about the new show called The String? 
The strain? Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. Like at first, I thought it was a rip off of the strain, but it's about like this little girl who's like enchanted or something, and she like learned how to sew to deal with her like parents' death, and everything she makes is like comes into life and kills people. They're like monsters, and she makes all different monsters. I made real? that up on the spot, but that would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, fuck you, God damn it, Dave. <laughs> That'd be I awesome. Like she sews these monsters and they come that to life. Amazing. Yeah. I was getting excited. And Me she's too. like enchanted. We should make. We can't make it, but somebody steal that idea. I thought maybe you were talking about whispers because there's that show Whispers. It's like about a killer imaginary friend or something. Like that. that sounds yeah. cool too. I, have, I haven't seen it. You're my best friend that I've ever had. <laughs> God damn it. You killed all my. I was about. I was getting ready right now to be like, don't steal our ideas, fuckers. <laughs> hey, Good. We'll have like evidence. I feel like we should do something uh, with uh, with Space Pig and Bazooka Badger. Space Pig. Let's it. bust ass. Busting movie. ass since 1997. Started off as a puppet short. Yeah, yeah. What, why don't we do those like those? What is that thriller thing you wanted? The chiller? that's what I was thinking because we're An opening. Oh. You know, we we're talking about doing thriller, chiller, butthole theater. I need to finally write that, and so we can do that. Doing like a radio play thing. What if we did also did the Bazooka Badger and uh, Space Pig mm. like radio play at the end, and then the... we could do like or have someone else do if, it, if people like it. Like, um, tell them Steve Dave did and Smodcast did, where someone, like, either animates it or creates puppets. Oh, like right, pu- right, right. Uses the audio to make a thing. Or Smodmation. tell us, we, what do you want Space Pig and Bazooka Badger to do next? Yeah, we can do stuff like stuff that, like for that sure. Fun. Yeah. Tune in next time. Same Space Pig, Bazooka Badger channel. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to draw them. Like, I have, a, I have an image in my head of what they look like. I want to draw them and see. I imagine, um, I almost, like... This is the only connection I have I can make in my head is um, for Space Pig. I forgot his name, but in the game Beyond Good and Evil, mm-hmm. her partner. Mm-hmm. That's how I always like something because he wore like he wears like like work boots and yeah. he's got, like khaki pants and like a. I imagine him as pig torso and head with robot legs with giant yeah. boots with a jetpack. That's what I said. A vest like a big puffy vest with a shotgun, no sleeves. With a shotgun, backwards hat. Backwards hat. Sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunglasses. That's what I said in the yeah, first yeah, yeah. thing. And that's what, like, I, I that's said how the best. I always imagined And them. then you added the metal legs, yeah. and I was like, you're right, he needs metal legs. And then b- b- uh, Bazooka Badger, I imagine, is a badger. With a flak vest. And it, it, no, see, this is how I imagine him, and let All me right. see what you guys think. I imagine him in an ill-fitting spacesuit with, like, the old-fashioned, like, globe head. <laughs> and it's always getting steamed and spitted up because he's, like, <laughs> inside there. But it, the, the tube can go away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he has a bazooka. But it's like yeah, a spacesuit that doesn't fit, and then like a giant, and he's just freaking out in there. Me and you had the same deadpan space pig thing, and yeah. he actually one of his ears is probably pierced too. Okay. Just one, just one, ear. just one, just like a little. What about ring. the like classic like bebop like in the nose, like the ring in the nose? Maybe, yeah, maybe if he gets pissed, okay. somebody, <laughs> somebody <laughs> he like, puts in the nose ring. I explained him in the first episode, and then you're like, I imagine with metal legs, and I was like, yes, that's for sure. <laughs> and he had to have a jetpack. Who's our main antagonist? Um, I don't know. We didn't talk about bad guys. We had like you said. What you wanted? Somebody named Flamethrower Fox. You wanted Lamai Llama. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were just coming up. We were with... just coming up with stupid names. Oh, then, but... then there were the toadies. There, yeah. Or is there one toady? Or there are multiple? There's multiple. Toadies. Multiple toadies. I still think Ratchet Rhino should be there. He should be the ship's mechanic. He should fix all. And he's stuff. all ghetto. But we kind of Ratchet Rhino. Yeah. We kind of hey, need. We kind of need like our own Skeletor sense. In, in a sense, you know, like he should talk like Skeletor too. Like <laughs> I, I want to stay away from a fox and a wolf just because Star Fox. That's what I was but worried about. Star Fox has a has all kinds of animals though. Has all the animals. Yeah, I don't think we should worry about that. I don't no, think, as long as we're not like making them the same character because they have a frog too or a toad or whatever. Yeah, but ours are just like roadies. Yeah, toadies. 
Well, it's not like these guys are flying around in starships or anything like that. I mean, I didn't imagine it that way. Except for maybe Space Pig. <laughs> space Pig's... He's in space, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they can is. do whatever the hell they want. I don't give a shit. We could be cheap and make them come to Earth. Or the antagonist could be like he's... Uh, you know how like some of the... Some of the big, uh, great baddies are the ones that are just overweight and sloppy and have everyone else do their bidding for yeah. them. So we can have the antagonist a hippo. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hellacious hippo. Harbinger hippo. I may be a pig, but you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bust ass. Um, I feel like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, an animal that's, the only one I can think of, and, and it's just because I have my weird, like, rabbit thing, but I imagine, like, all the henchmen being rabbits because rabbits multiply so quickly uh-huh. so it's just a bunch oh. of bunnies who are like you know they just keep pumping out bunnies to be henchmen and the hippo could even be more disgusting as a as, a, as the main villain because the way they poop yeah so like yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's one of his defenses he's a muck spreader yeah <laughs> you ever see that no <laughs> what are some animals i really really like there's got to be a dog in it yeah we need a dog somewhere poochie Poochie. <laughs> just put Poochie in it? Skateboard. <laughs> no. But yeah, that'd be cool. I think a radio series would be cool. Yeah, we'll just do like a little audio thing. We could we could have, eventually this is just gonna turn to a skit show where we have to write it every week and it's gonna be a pain in the ass. <laughs> All of us are writing skits for it, like Nah, we'll just do it every once in a while, just for the fun of it. See if people yeah. even like it. And then we'll make space pig shirts. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It's got a little bubble that says, let's bust ass. It shows his front on here with a shotgun, and on the back it shows his backside and his little curly tail, and it says, yeah. let's bust ass. He's like farting or something. Yeah, there's a fart cloud. Space Pig's got nards. <laughs> <laughs> Space Pig's got cars. He's like on a sweet car with a shotgun. <laughs> no, Space Pig's got cards, and it's like trading cards. <laughs> Every shirt comes with a pack of trading cards. <laughs> the trading cards make the color. gum is bacon flavored. Yeah, yeah. It's just a strip of bacon. Yeah, there's just a strip of raw bacon in with the cards. <laughs> Ask your mom and dad before you eat the bacon. We should have one villain who's like the Tanuki Terror, and you have the Tanuki like those Japanese raccoons with the giant testicles. Have you ever <laughs> seen those? No. <laughs> You've never seen those? Uh, oh, raccoon with giant testicles. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've never... No. He's just in there sometimes. He's a, he's a special occasion kind of guy. He comes in with fucking nuts in a wheelbarrow. Nice. <laughs> so yeah. what, what, what's, the, what's the hippo's name? There's a lot of H words like horrible hippo, horrendous hippo, horny, horny hippo. I like that. The harbinger one was cool. Harbinger hippo. And he's like a giant jab of the hut motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's boss Nasdaq? He's just Carl Weathers' voice, though, from uh, Action Jackson. No, you really pissed me off. And he just keeps saying that's his catchphrase. Remember that part when Action Jackson already gets kicked in? No, you really pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. Beats up Craig and He's always being fed. He's just always in his chair. He's like, bring more chicken. There's just like a, a line of bunny rabbits, like, tossing food, like, <laughs> yeah. down the line, thrown into his fucking gullet. Every once in a while, one trips and falls in his mouth. He just eats them. <laughs> He should be like a... Shotgun watermelons into his mouth. <laughs> should have the voice of Nicholas Work. Give me more food. <laughs> more. Yeah, yeah. yeah you are probably the only person on the planet who has a Nicholas Worth impression. I love it. I bet there's not <laughs> one, one other person in the entire world. Let's see. What are some of his... I was told Gus Smoking would kill him. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. The best of the best, too. Oh, it's about Mr. Durant. I don't even get dressed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Durant. I guess I didn't pick the pickup. I guess Mr. Durant. I 
don't even know why I got dressed. He says, like, I don't even know why I got dressed. I love how he wakes up all casual, like, oh, I'm sorry, I guess I didn't make the pick. I'm like, it's no big deal. You know, you overslept. That's funny, huh? He's all laughing. They kicked in his door. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't even know why I got dressed. <laughs> That's brilliant how he sets him up in that movie. Yeah, that was a great goon squad. Mm-hmm. That and Robocop are my favorite goon squads. Well, anyway, probably over the course of the next 20 episodes, we'll talk about doing these things and never actually do them. Then we'll cancel it. Yeah. One of us will die. (laughs) One of us will get menopause. Tune in to find out who. Menopause. It'll get canceled. We'll blame everyone else that it didn't get finished. Yeah. 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 (laughs) This is all your fucking fault. We're just blaming each other. Blame cast. Blame Blame cast 2016. All right, we've been talking for an hour. Uh, Thank God that's over. Gotta go. So in summation... uh, Space Pig, Thriller Chiller, Butthole Theater, hopefully coming soon. Need to turn my AC on. Uh, um, it is really hot in here. Remember to answer that question. Yeah. yeah. The question is, name two movies where David Cronenberg dies in them. Send them to the Shut Up Brandon uh, Facebook page. And also, like the Shut Up Brandon Facebook page if you have a heart. And you will win. Uh, Shivers. Arrow, I think it's a Region B. And it has a punch in the back of the case. It's never been opened. That's why I ordered a second one. But it's perfectly fine, except it has cosmetic damage. Okay. Which should make most collectors not want it. Because <laughs> I don't want it. So there you go. Uh, answer the question and get shit that we don't want. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Vitamin water. <laughs> we stealing Dave's thunder now? <laughs> Popping it at the end? Right. Bye, everybody. See ya. Fuck you. Shut, Shut up, Brandon! Brandon.